You can measure the impressive torque of a Lexus SUV, but the only way to truly understand it is to experience it. At the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event, find great offers on our most capable models. Lease the 2018 RX350L all-wheel drive for $489 a month for 36 months with $39.99 due at signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus eastern area only and in September 4th, 2018. And you are live. Thank you, Nancy, and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. It's the 14th of July, 2018, and my name is Jan Moore. I'm your host. I'm the Success Alchemist, and you can find me at thesuccessalchemist.net. And my mission here is to bring you interesting and inspiring guests who are here to support the your creating your cosmic re, reality and really stepping into your purpose and being part of this wonderful ascension process that is happening on planet earth at the moment and today's guest is really going to blow your mind i know she will <laughs> um interestingly unlike most of my guests she, she actually is from the same area. We both live in Bayfield and we actually had a two and a half hour conversation on Wednesday and could have gone on for far longer. So I'm sure we'll have absolutely no problem filling the two hours on today's radio show. And as I say, I think she's going to share some amazing information and uh, really help you on your path to ascension so welcome crystal i'll just uh, before i uh, we start the conversation just let me give a little bit more of a bio for you um Imagine Edgar Casey melded with Nostradamus in a she version, living in a modern day world with an ancient soul, and you might begin to get a glimpse into who Crystal and the Solar really is. Crystal is a seeress and the appointed high priestess of this era. Crystal was born on the most powerful cosmic day of the year, the day of synergy and the authority of God and Goddess most high of this universe. Born on this powerful day and with the right use of will, she was blessed with the gift of seeing as an oracle. And as she has been speaking truth literally since she learned to talk and continues on that journey today in order to prepare humanity for the greatest transition and transformation of our human existence. This is her sole purpose for being on the earth plane at this time. To the Mayan Council, Crystal is referred to as the lightning bolt. As she brings to you the messages that spirit has repeatedly been trying to tell you on your journey. And I hope she's going to share some of those messages with us today. So, Crystal, <laughs> welcome. Hi, Jan. Thank you so much. Wow, that was a beautiful introduction, and I really, really appreciate that. And, yes, that was a, a pretty accurate uh, interpretation of who I am and what I do. So I really appreciate this opportunity to kind of help people uh these are some really trying times right now and especially with the you know uh planets being in a retrograde alignment which is very unusual so you know i can tell people need a little boost they need a little inspiration they need a little clarity and so that's what i'm here to do is just help people to truly find their authentic power and uh vibrate from the highest vibration of their potential 
Wonderful. So, yes, it is a challenging time. I must say, I haven't been affected by the energies as much as other people that I know. But over the last couple of days, or even maybe longer than that, I've just been feeling really tired and um, also a bit headachy. Is that likely to be the impact of this planetary alignment and all the energies coming at us at the moment? Absolutely, and and it's uh, I really appreciate the fact that you can be able to look at the headaches and see what's happening, the energy. Uh, a lot of people are contending with aches and pains, uh, headaches, lethargic, tiredness, some people irritability, and so yes, these are... Um, what do you, would you call it, like side effects, if you will, from mm. uh, energies coming in and energies that are leaving. Remember, <clears throat> I like to kind of articulate it. It's almost like a, a detoxifying process, if you will. You know, we're kind of purging old thoughts, old stagnant energies, patterns, programs that no longer serve us. And that is the intention of the universe um, and the spirit councils most high of this universe is to, you know, really propel us into evolution and uh, move us forward uh, into a higher vibration. So when you are contending with higher vibrational frequencies, it can sometimes create a little bit of a discomfort during the process. Mm, absolutely. I know you've got an awful lot to share about this whole ascension process. But before we get into that, I'd really like to go back to kind of the the early days of Crystal because, you know, you have an amazing story to tell. And I'd really like the listeners to hear about how you came to be in doing what you're doing now and also the experiences that you had in your early life that really um, equipped you for this very important role that you have. So would you like to tell, just tell us a bit about your history, Crystal? Well, um, my early childhood was very uh, challenging. Um, do, you, do you want me to go into like my lineage and that type or just when I discovered my gift, Jan, or my <laughs> Cherokee-ness or... Yeah, I think that would be um, it. Would be good for people to know because I think the the Native American history brings another dimension into your um, your beingness, shall we say? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I was born on Je- uh, July twenty third, nineteen sixty six. Uh, July twenty third is the most powerful cosmic calendar day of the year. It's the day of synergy, which means all cosmic energies culminated together come together and create one energy, which is becomes a synergy. So it's also known as the day of the will of God. Of course, I always incorporate the goddess. So the first thing I want my listeners to completely understand is that the universe is created by a masculine energy and a feminine energy. So you can refer to it as Father God, Mother Goddess, Cosmic Father, Cosmic Mother, Eternal Father, Eternal Mother, whatever you want. But what's important is to incorporate the feminine so God is goddess and God, 
goddess is God. So that's, you know, lesson rule number one is to in, in, embrace both aspects of this energy. So um, my mother was a very beautiful, uh, beautiful lady. She fell in love with my father, who happened to be half Cherokee. Um, you know, back in the 60s, the uh, era was contending with a lot of stereotypes. And I guess I, I, I hate to say the word racism, but that's kind of how the 60s you know, was. So when my mother married my father, um, she was pretty much told that if she, you know, were to marry and bed down and have children with my father, that that would be pretty much the end of her having any family support. So, um, you know, my mother did the very best that she could with what she had. Um, our, my childhood was very challenging. My mother was married five times. Uh, throughout mine and my brother's childhood. Um, my brother and I experienced a tremendous amount of physical abuse. Um, I also experienced uh, sexual abuse uh, when I was younger and um, ultimately left home at a very early age and uh, married my first husband at the on my actually my 15th birthday so we waited five years and I had my first son Brandon Michael Morse who is uh, the embodiment of a wise man I perceive and then on January uh, he was born on June 11th 85 my youngest son Brett was born on January 3rd 1987 so I have two beautiful biological children that are very talented and gifted in their own right so that that's let me kind of back up to when I was younger I have been seeing and hearing um, spirit literally since I could walk and talk so it's not something that I learned in a school it's not uh, modalities and skills that I've learned uh, you know I've done fresh up courses medical qigong Christology and things but basically I'm wired uh, to do this to to be able to see and so whenever I would experience any sort of trauma or upset or depression um, or just trying to escape the uh, you know havoc and turmoil and abuses and stuff in trauma. my childhood yeah <laughs> yeah for me yes I would you know always try to get outside and be in nature and um what I found really interesting was Jesus would always come and be with me, especially, you know, after very, very tra traumatic experiences. And I would always listen to him and, and talk to him, but I was never raised religious. We were never, you know, I never learned of Jesus through a religious way. We never, you know, we weren't churchgoers. However, my mother was a very firm believer in Jesus, and she would always when we were struggling, she would always tell us, my brother and I, Jesus will find a way. Don't worry, we're going to get through this or we're going to get out of this situation. And, you know, the Lord, she always referred to him as the Lord. The Lord will find a way. The Lord will find a way. And that was always something that I held on to. And during these trying times, I would feel the Lord, i.e. Jesus' presence. However, what was interesting was it was always the son that would talk to me. 
and start preparing me for things in the future. For instance, I remember very distinctively at the age of seven, the son telling me that I would experience the end of the world as we knew it in my lifetime when I was an adult. And of course, you know, none of these uh, messages or uh, conversations ever were scary. I never feared anything. It was always uh, just soothing, actually, and comforting to me. And so I always had the ability to see into other realms, which I thought was normal. I thought everybody um, could do this. And it wasn't until I was about eight years old, Jan, that I discovered that, hmm, you know, my uh, stepsisters didn't have that ability, my brother didn't have the ability, classmates didn't have, you know, mm. I could see auras, like I would come home from school and tell my parents I need this glasses because I'm seeing rainbows around everything. And so, sure enough, I go to the eye doctor, and I was diagnosed with being nearsighted and ended up in glasses and made the rainbows, instead of blurry, they were clear. (laughs) (laughs) So Yeah, so, you know, obviously what I was uh, seeing was auras, and uh, all the faces that I would see were into uh, other dimensions. Now, keep in mind that it's not like, the word psychic, mysticism, alchemy, spirituality, auras, you know, that those weren't words or terminologies that were used in, in our household, you know. So so it wasn't until I way, you know, was in my, my 20s uh, when I really started learning about mysticism and, uh, you know, going in more uh, deeper in that soul searching but i've always had the ability to heal bring messages um predict things uh, what's interesting about my predictions or my predictions i can only see <clears throat> what spirit council allows me to see and i work directly with the council of the great central sun that of ten thousand suns um i work directly with god and goddess most high of this universe so i don't come from belief systems i don't come from textbooks i don't get my information from you know schools and institutes and things like that i come uh and i'm wired up with just pure knowing my whole functioning everything is from knowing so i don't come from belief systems and dogmas and ideologies and you know Mm. uh things like that so how did your family react to your abilities well you know (laughs) that's a that's that's a great question um Interestingly enough, my mom, who, you know, bless her beautiful heart, was always in, you know, trying to work, trying to provide, um, you know, she was never really happy in her, uh, whatever her marital situations were at that time. So I was fortunate enough to have parents that didn't really have an idea of what I was experiencing. However, my two stepsisters, uh, Bonnie and Deanne, and my biological brother, Dean, there would be times like uh, for the bake sale, we'd want to go to the bake sale after school, and we would never be able to allow to go until, you know, our dad got home. 
So I would sit down in the middle of the living room and I would literally close my eyes and say, okay, and try to hone in to see where he was. And if he was coming in 10 minutes or if we were going to have to wait an hour, because remember back then we didn't have cell phones and stuff like that, you know. So I would sit in the middle of the floor and I'd be like, oh, he's coming. Oh, my, he just turned down 7th Avenue. Oh, he's on his way. Oh, he's pulling into the front gate. And boom, there he'd be. <laughs> you know, and they'd be like, wow, whoa, you know. Um, I would have dreams. Like uh, I remember having a dream that our dog, uh, our rabbit had gotten out. In my dream, the rabbit got out and we had an Australian shepherd. And in my dream, um, Tag was the dog's name was trying to get under the trailer to get the dog, or the rabbit, excuse me. And so I dreamed that, and I would wake up, and I would tell my siblings, and I would tell my mom and my stepdad my dream, and, it, you know, it would be like, yeah, initially, yeah, okay, honey, whatever, you know. And then it would happen, like, that same night. Uh, I remember distinctively uh, the next night after I had that particular dream, we were all, the whole house was awakened to all this rustle and chaos under the trailer. And lo and behold, it was exactly that. Our rabbit got out and the dog was trying to kill it. And and so that became, you know, uh, I would have these dreams and then I would announce them and then they would literally uh happen within 24 hours silly little things uh i dreamt that i broke my mom's avon one of her very very most prized avon collection cars and i dreamt it the night before that i was dusting and uh that i broke it and so sure enough that next morning when i woke up and my stepdad handed out the daily chores my chore was to dust well i immediately knew what was going to happen, what was funny was I tried to divert it by going, oh, I'll dust from the bottom up. So uh, it broke. And, <laughs> you know, so it was little things like that. I never had scary experiences. I never had, like, you know, creepy crawlers coming out of the closets. I never was experienced anything from lower vibrations, hauntings. i never been hurt. So I feel, you know, the universe and spirit has kept me very uh protected from you know not having uh horrible experiences with this gift which would have could have potentially shut that down as it does in so many lineages i see a lot of people with uh you know beautiful uh mysticisms and and things like that in their lineage but they don't tap into it because of fear yeah absolutely and i know i've worked with a couple of clients who were very gifted you know uh in in their childhood and the, because of the reaction of the family they shut it down completely i mean one one girl was actually put through an exorcism because her parents were very religious and because she could communicate with animals and she could kind of read people's minds you know and know when they were telling the truth or whether they were lying they thought that she was uh, possessed which is very sad and um i think just the very um the kind of norms of our society suppress that's the word i was looking for suppress or cause us to suppress these gifts because they're deemed to be not real or not valued or they just don't fit in with 
the societal uh, norms, as I say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you also have to look at the aspect, Jan, of the people, you know, there's so many different religious dogmas that teach people that, you know, any type of uh, psychic abilities or anything like that, you know, uh, crystals and energies and things like that are evil. I've seen a lot of that in my adult adult uh, experiences with, you know, just having a, a metaphysical store. And so people, it's just really uh, ignorant. Uh, it's just pure ignorance, which translates into one with lack of knowledge. And so, you know, I learned at a very, very young age about energy. I, you know, I was very, very blessed that I came through my psychic uh, aspect through my childhood abuse and all very unscathed. And in some weird way, I think it was all the childhood abuse that I experienced that actually was my saving grace and kind of protected me from having that normal, you know, Wally Cleaver family where everybody's sitting down at the dinner table talking about their day. You know, I was raised in an era where children were to be seen and not heard and you didn't talk at the dinner table and stuff like that, which was great because then that meant I didn't really have to talk to people. I could just hurry up, eat my dinner, do my chores, and get back outside in nature so I could talk to my real people, which would be spirit and the council and all the all the beautiful spirits and animals and I was like that too I could always you know see read hear and what's interesting Jan is people ask me well how do you do that I can't really explain it it's like breathing well it's like asking somebody well how did you just take that breath you know um, yes yeah I think so when things natural. yeah when things come naturally to you it's very difficult to explain it to anybody who isn't experiencing it <laughs> yeah i mean it's literally like it's so natural that I, I i i don't know how to articulate the how i just know it is something else that i i truly want listeners to hear and understand because seers are very very rare it's ancient you know uh, one who sees one who knows the difference between a seer and of course, I refer to myself as a seeress because I am, my goal and my mission is to empower the divine feminine. And we're going to get into that and the reasons why that is so important. But, um, so seer would be the masculine aspect, seeress would be the feminine aspect. Um, but the difference between that and psychics is psychics can only tap in and see into the astral plane which is loaded with, you know, distorted fraudulent information, uh, falsehoods, uh, you know, half-truths, uh, erroneous information. And some, some you know, uh, are very good and can penetrate through all that, you know, tarry tackiness and get, and get some uh, authentic information. So I don't want to take anything away from those uh, beloveds that are authentic, uh, psychics and mediums, um, but I just want to explain the difference between a seer, seer, see into dimensions. So we rise way, 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 way high above the mundane and and see things from a higher uh, perspective. Um, and I, like I said, I I work directly with uh, God and Goddess Most High of this universe while being an ambassador 
to Sananda, who is also known as Jesus on the earth plane. So, um, which is so, really about bringing in that Christ consciousness. Christ mm. is a consciousness, it's not a being. Right, yes. And, you know, there's a lot of people, and I've heard it from people saying, oh, you know, I'm waiting for the second coming of Jesus and everything's going to be great. And I think they're expecting another physical reincarnation. But I think, you know, mm-hmm. to me, this is all about the Christ consciousness returning rather than a particular savior. Exactly. Thank you. That is so important because you are right. People are anticipating and waiting for this physical being in this return, and that is absolutely erroneous information. It is a consciousness. If it, you know, it wasn't Jesus Christ, it's Jesus the Christ. Christ is a consciousness. It's pure-hearted, one who knows one of pure heart it's a it's unconditional love it's tolerance it's patience it's it's loving it's nurturing it's a consciousness which then translates jan into a vibration and that's what the world needs to wake up to is that the whole universe operates function everything is a vibration it's a vibrational octave a vibrational uh resonance so that's a consciousness it's really about consciousness and bringing that cosmic consciousness here to the earth plane. That's what needs to be happening. Um, and to how do we do that is through, you know, self-realization. And, you know, I mean, there's so many layers to uh, definitely to my spiritual, uh, you know, knowings and, and uh, uh, teachings and things like that. So, yes, it's a consciousness. It's really a, so simple. It's do unto others as you'll have done unto you. So master that, and you'll be doing good. Always think of that. That is the thing that Jesus always taught me as a young child, is to do unto others as you'll have done unto you, and always, always put yourself in another person's shoes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It reminds me of a book that I had as a child, The Water Babies, Oh, and I can't remember the name of the author now, but there was a character in that called Mrs. Do As You Would Be Done By. (laughs) And I always remember that because it it really, you know, I I find everything significant. I was obviously introduced to that concept of consciousness and empathy and everything else at a very young age because it really stuck with me, you know, and and the, I can't remember the character, but um the 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 main character in that and i think it's because he didn't follow that um got covered in prickles <laughs> it's a great <laughs> yeah. Kids, really but yeah i mean mrs do as you will be done by just it it's like puts it in a nutshell doesn't it <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and so you know Right now, we are, we're, you know, we are experiencing, it's not going to happen, it's not, I mean, we are experiencing the Earth's vibration of the, our beautiful, beloved Mother Earth moving into her, uh, meaning she's on her course to ascension, and so... What I try to teach my clients is that this event, this energy, this vibration, this whatever you want to call it is going to happen with you, without you, ready or not, whether you believe or not, that limitation would be on you, not on, you know, uh, 
the Holy Spirit and the plan of the will of God and goddess. And that's what it boils down to. It is time for the will of, you know, the Holy Spirit of all that is to play, you know, its part in our evolution and our ascension. So it's really important for people to wake up. That's the greatest thing is, you know, I'm going to watch my... <laughs> you know, remember what I said at our luncheon the other day, wake the... Uh, yes you know <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to use one of my favorite words on the air but I'll try to refrain but you get the gist of what I'm saying it's like this is really critical and you know the sad part uh or I can't say sad well it's kind of sad for me personally but the challenge is uh for me Jan in in all this wisdom that I hold within every cell of my body is just witnessing the ignorance on this planet in the collective consciousness is just atrocious. It's like, wow, wow. Like I just, wow. It's really, really challenging for me to comprehend and understand the recklessness of people, the the fact that we don't embrace the sacredness of human life, we don't honor it, we don't respect it, we don't honor and respect the mother. I mean, there's so many things I could go off on on this platform mm. today. You know, I just, it's like pick a topic. We I got a lot to say <laughs> on behalf of spirit, you know, but mainly... You know, there's some, the ascension will happen. We're going to be experiencing, you know, two parallel universes. It's also known as the quantum uh, aspect of the universe, you know. So there's going to be uh, two vibrations kind of happening simultaneously, one of lower vibration and one of high vibration. What the masses are going to figure out is that your middle vibration isn't going to be there, i.e. Okay. the fence, the merry-go-round, all of the stuff that people make excuses for, the realms that you get, you know, complacent, lazy, procrastinate, don't want to do the work, victim, I want to be the victim of my circumstance, I want to, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, interesting, because, you know, I've come across quite a number of people in the spiritual community, um, who just seem to want to escape. It's like they want to just ascend yep. as, a, yep. as an escape hatch rather than recognizing yep. the process as something that they are here to experience and without which they're not going to be able to ascend. No, and part of the reason is we have so many practitioners that are out there, like you said, well, what? Uh, let me just put it in my brutally but gracious terms, are on Lollipop Lane. We're not on Lollipop Lane yet, folks. I mean, this is Earth College, and a lot of people didn't get that memo when they incarnated into this lifetime. You are on <laughs> Earth College, people, so get that right now. You're in college. You're not on Earth Paradise. What we're working towards is that transition into higher vibrational frequency that does have uh, not so much negative uh, polarity. Right now, we, you know, our, this dimension is the one and only dimension that is free will. 
well, when Creator created this dimension to be of free will and it started out Earth Paradise, what happened is all the occupants got comfortable, key word, comfortable, and, you know, settled in and kicked back and that's where they just stopped and and didn't grow. So, you know, the, the concept, the idea is for humans to evolve. Our home is in the stars. That's our home. Our home is the cosmos. Um, we're never taught so much of this information. Uh, the powers that think they be, i.e. the secret societies that ultimately do run your politics and your governments and your corporations, they also govern your teaching, um, whatever you want to call it, uh, education systems, you know, so they intentionally uh, keep Johnny, and they want the masses to stay asleep and dumbed down. It works out really great for them. The dumber you are, the richer they become. So remember that. Mean it with love. Um, or and that's their version. I perceive it more as you know ignorant. Um, but ignorant is just one lacking in knowledge. So it's this is the only dimension that's free will. In every other dimension in the cosmos and the universe, there's like order in the cosmos, okay? This is just everybody's down here running amok, turning on each other, <laughs> havoc, turmoil, chaos, fight. I mean, we're still fighting uh, and arguing over cultures and skin color and racism. And it's like, Jan, I... I have found myself a few times actually grab my own hair and want to, you know, bang my own beautiful skull against the wall because I'm like, this is pathetic humanity, pathetic, like, wow. And as I said to you the other day, and I just have to put this out there, you know, when I went out and watered my flowers a couple, two days ago, I really did not see my columbines fighting with my roses. <laughs> I just, you know, they just seemed to be in so much harmony. When I looked at my little critter bowl of water out there and there was a little robin getting a drink of water and a magpie, I just didn't see them, you know, spewing uh, bullshit at each other. I just didn't see that, you know? Um, I, I've yet to see uh, the color purple, uh, you know, fighting with the color blue. I've yet to see the fruit in my bowl. My apples and my oranges do very well together, you know? So, <laughs> yes, that's, uh, that's literally, uh, that's a, an absolutely comes from the highest vibrations. It's like we are all of the human race. I think the yeah the I think the challenge is that um it's again another case of indoctrination isn't it and this even the concept of this being a competitive dog eat dog world I mean it's been portrayed that way in terms of the natural world as well as the and that the human world is just working in the same way that the natural world does but you know so much more is coming to light from the people who are really looking at n the natural world um that that is not the case at all that that these um communities of animals and plants and everything else work very collaboratively and harmoniously and symbiotically yes. and um yes yes yeah. <laughs> yes 
I have to clap. Yes, exactly. And that's what, uh, you know, the human, we're not even a kingdom. This is the part that, that, that really, really gets me. You know, the mineral kingdom is the number one kingdom. The plant kingdom is the second kingdom. The animal kingdom is the third kingdom. Humanity is supposed to be the fourth kingdom, but we're not unified. So until we cross that threshold of becoming unified to the definition of universal law, then we will never become a kingdom, which means we have everything to learn from the mineral kingdom, the plant kingdom, and the animal kingdom. And yes, look how they collaborate and work beautifully together and enhance each other. And that's the idea. And that's what humans have got to get. I want to go back. My spirit council is asking me, uh, Jan, to go back to touch on something that we were talking about, about earth paradise and practitioners. There's a lot of spiritual practitioners out there that really do just want to be like, oh, you know, just the sand. You don't have to do anything. There's nothing to be done. It's all worked out. Okay, well, that's not completely true. We do have a lot of work to do. This is not a free ride, and it is imperative that everybody understand that message. If you take nothing else out of this session with me, let it be. It's not a free ride. Nobody is going to make it into that fifth dimensional vibration known as the Earth's Ascension, uh, the quantum leap, whatever you want to call it, without doing the work. You're not going to make it on the tail feathers of other people. You're not going to make it on, you know, just reading books and doing this. You're not going to make it just on being a nice and kind person. This is work. You know, Spirit never said it would be easy. Spirit said it would be worth it. And so um, I have seen, I've had a lot of spiritual people obviously uh, in the industry that you know our paths have crossed that are oh don't look at the dark don't look at the dark or get rid of it you know well the dark is just that's what we need to be looking at anything dark anything negative is just lacking in light and remember that light always translates into love in cosmic language never ever never forget that light is love in cosmic language. So anything that is dark, that is, you know, dark, it's just dark because it's lacking in light. And in the center of all light is actually darkness. So those are the things that you need. That's what you need to be looking at, not running from, ignoring, trying to sweep uh, uh, under the, you know, we need to heal some energies, within our lineages and people aren't getting that wake-up call you know what Absol- i mean yeah absolutely because you know there's the saying bring things to light isn't there <laughs> yes. you know, and it's only when you bring things to light that you're able to heal them and there is that kind of um you know pollyanna view that oh no don't go there it's negative and you mustn't focus yeah. on the negative but you know there it's right that you shouldn't feed energy into the negative for the way I always approach it is I'm in charge of my energy and how I direct it so I can have an awareness of something that needs work or that is happening out there that that needs awareness without actually Um, transmitting energy to it and then I can shift into okay what's the outcome what's the change what's the solution to this and put the energy into that Um, 
And to me, that's really about awakening to recognizing that there, it is within yourself that the change needs yes. to happen. Thank you. All, Amen. Yeah. 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 So is this the real, you know, in the bio I was um, reading about you being the lightning bolt and, yeah. and the transmitter of messages from yeah. spirit. Is, yes. you know, what is this one of the key messages from yes. spirit? Absolutely, absolutely, and thank you uh, for taking well note of that. It is, so I get, you know, as most psychics, mystics, mediums, uh, seers, you know, in this uh, field of, of, of energy are asked is, you know, they always want to know about their life. Everybody always wants the outcome. What is my outcome? You know, what is this? Well, or what am I supposed to be doing? Or what is my contract? Or I feel lost, or I feel stuck. Well, let me just make this crystal clear and clear as crystal to all the people that may be tuned into this show. Your challenge, your task at hand, whoever you may be, is self-realization. Self-realization, self-realization, self-realization. It is only through self-realization that you can authentically become a master. You must first master yourself before you can master anybody, anything, teach, whatever. Before anything else can be mastered. It's about self-mastery. Know thyself, know thy spirit. What happens here is the shadow side. You know, we're only taught, and particularly in this culture in America, that's always about instant gratification. I want it, and I want it now. And then when I'm done with it, I want to throw it away and give me something new. And then when I'm done with this, throw it away and give me something new. And gidget, gadget, gidget, gadget, gidget, gadget. To where our society has become so desensitized to to just basic common sense. We don't even have common sense on the planet anymore. It's rare sense. Because everybody wants to point the finger, look over here, criticize that person, look at their, you know, clean up your own weeds in your own backyard before you start looking at the weeds in your neighbor's backyard. Start looking at your shadow self. That's your negative polarity. We all are, are masculine, feminine, negative, positive polarity, that is the wiring of the energetic of the human. And that's the other thing. The masses don't seem to have forgotten that you are a orb of energy culminated in a vast universe of energies and vibrations. You're a vibration, whoever you are. So as we travel through life, yes, we do get you know, these situations, they're called life lessons that you signed up for in metaphor and you forgot when you incarnated in this lifetime. Oh, I signed up for that. You know, all of my experiences that I had in my childhood, I've never blamed my mom. I've never held resentment towards my mom for my childhood or the mistakes that she made in her life that that ultimately ended up being at the expense in a lot of cases at mine and my brother's expense i needed i signed up for those for that journey to have those experiences so that i could help people authentically and genuinely and not be like oh gee you know i was raised in the you know the the uh, 
perfect little house, the cleavers with the little picket fence. And I decided to go to college and get my degrees in psychology and all this stuff so I can tell you why you're so screwed up. But I've never had it. I've had such a, you know, a perfect life and da, 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 da. Let me tell you, it doesn't work that way. It's like, you know, you have to authentically be able to relate to people when they're in, you know, uh, I can't tell you the women that I've helped uh, heal through sex, you know, with that have experienced sexual abuse or molestation as a child or abandonment issues. You know, it's all part of, I would not change anything in my childhood and believe me my childhood was uh very uh terrible okay but i wouldn't change any of that because that is why i am who i am today it's why what you see is what you get i'm authentic i'm real i understand i have compassion i have empathy whether you're struggling with addiction, whether you're struggling in an abusive marriage, whether you're struggling with abandonment, whether you're struggling with uh, being a lack uh, and poverty, scarcity-mindedness, whether you are physically broken. I, I've been through it all, and I, I really authentically have the recipe that's what an alchemist is you know i have <laughs> we have the recipe the formulation of how to get back to that state of perfection you know um in in our blueprints um and so it is really important you know in our culture everybody just oh my childhood my childhood i see so much of that and it's like, well, shift your perception. Look at that. You signed up for that so that you would have that experience. Because in metaphor, we all signed up to come down here. And when we were like, oh, yeah, what do you mean humans uh, don't, you know, wouldn't have empathy? You know, we were so close and have all that spiritual nectar around us. We never dreamt in a million trillion years that we would ever feel so dis distant from source from our cosmic mother and father, you know, and that's what the world needs to understand. You have a cosmic mother and father. When a rose is getting ready to bloom and it's, you walk by your rose bush and go, oh, look, it's in a bud. It's going to bloom tomorrow. You didn't walk by it and hear it scream. Oh my God, I got to bloom. <laughs> Holy moly. Am I going to be watered? Am I going to be pollinated? Am I going to be lonely? You know, like, we have to really start raising our consciousness to realize that everything that we need to grow, to understand, to be nurtured, to be supported comes from our cosmic, comes from masculine and feminine cosmic energy, period. Absolutely. There's so many topics I want to expand on here. It's kind of list after list. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the um, this has come up on previous shows, you know, because I've had other people on the shows who have had a very challenging childhood. And I must say, I mean, mine was nothing like what you've related to me. But I came to realize after recognizing that I was kind of being a <laughs> had that victim mentality, um, you know, looking back on abandonment and everything else it was when i realized this this truth about we choose the parents that we 
come into we choose these experiences that it became clear to me that the these experiences were not only equipping us for later but kind of setting the curriculum for what we're here to experience and to work through and so that enables you to approach it from a much more empowered point of view but of course we're we're not taught that because we're not taught the the spiritual truths you know none of this in terms of our our birthing into this incarnation and that there is an intention behind it and a will behind it none of that is uh, taught to us when we grow up we just we just happen you know the the mother and father created the child and you know it was a genetic accident <laughs> as to you know how you came to be here which is very different from the truth and this is the the difficulty that people have with that belief system in accepting the that those truly challenging absolutely challenging experiences do have a higher purpose you know people say why on earth would i choose that well you did and if you can look at it from the point of view of how has it made me the person that i am today where's the gift in that then we get a whole different perspective and energy around it exactly and you first have to understand you know why did i choose that you chose that whatever that is to the individual so that you could have an understanding of of what that experience is like you know for instance in metaphor we're like oh there's no way humanity would get to earth and never have empathy that's impossible i i need to go and and figure out why what is that and have that experience to have an understanding you know the other thing that's that's really i mean so critical in our society that's not taught that is uh, the universe just does backflips over is that as we talked about in our uh, our little lunch the other day jan the experience for a child does not start when they are born and that's what you know we don't teach this in prenatal you know uh very few people who are in the industry or realm of delivering babies or childbirth or prenatal this do not teach us when you are pregnant and your child's experience and programming keyword people programming of your beautiful beloved child starts immediately so you know it doesn't start after nine months when they take their breaths so the example would be if you are a woman, um, I'll just use, you know, uh, if you're a woman that's struggling, if you are a woman that has uh, poverty or uh, your, your thinking, your thought process is scarcity, lack, or you feel that you're not worthy or you're not beautiful enough or you're too fat or you're, you know, you're not good enough or you're whatever it is, whatever your thoughts are and your experiences and whatever you're exposing, if you're in a relationship where there's constant fighting and and duality and separation and havoc and turmoil and chaos, that is exactly what your baby is nine months of experience. So that's what the program. So they come out, you know, they're born with all of this, you know, erroneous uh, programming 
um, not realizing. So chances are little Johnny, little Sally will grow up and start on the path of being poverty, scarcity, lack-minded mindedness or have abandonment issues you know a lot of women that abandonment is a very big thing we have so many women that get impregnated and then end up having to be single mothers so guess what little johnny little sally is immediately automatically born feeling abandoned you know which then correlates into other issues and uh you know uh, lower vibrational uh you know uh, attraction into their life you know likes attract likes uh, it's the laws of resonance it's there so you know it's important for people to start learning some of the ancient you know this is ancient wisdom and there's a reason that we have elders there's a reason there's ancient knowledge and wisdom the challenge in this society and with this culture is that nobody wants that anymore, but they want the instant gratification of whatever it is, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's so much emphasis on technology now as being the holy grail, you know? That, yeah. uh, and it's it's also this, this um, what's the word I'm looking for? This lack of... Um, appreciation of of wisdom, as you said, you know, the elders. This it's become a youth driven culture to the extent that people that are elders are trying to appear as youths. They're trying to buy into and get accepted into that youth culture, you know, which is so sad because it's it's the wisdom of the years of the experiences that are so valuable but you know i think again it's um i hate to go back into the conspiracy stuff but you know the 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 true rulers of the planet are they're really using that to disempower people you know they're using conflict to make money and you know involved with both sides and the the more that they can um devalue wisdom the more they're going to keep people in that state of ignorance well and exactly and their goal and what they've learned and studied because you know they have all kinds of little You know, uh, the Pentagon has a a whole wing that's absolutely uh, designated to fear. They understand unequivocally that to keep the masses in any kind of fear makes them trillionaires. I mean, let me explain something. One, there's one thing to get to knowledge. This is what Spirit taught me many, 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 many moons ago. He said, beloved Cirrus, you know, get obtain and gain that knowledge but take that one step further into wisdom into wisdom and so then you become the master and again work on self if every single person on this planet were just to look inward just take a moment and look inside yourself and do an internal inventory of who you are what you want to be What you don't want anymore, meaning what no longer serves you, you know, gee, this doesn't serve, it's just like cleaning out your house, right? I teach people, if you're a person and your house is cluttered, your bedroom is cluttered, your living room, your dining room, 
I want everybody to go home or listen, look, after you listen to this radio show, look at your house, and if you're seeing clutter and piles of shit everywhere, that's your consciousness manifested in physical form. Mm. That's <laughs> Great your point. consciousness manifested in physical form. So the thing is, is the masses haven't learned how the universe language and how they show you and articulate things, which is why I was born. I came in to assist humanity through the greatest transition and help people to understand what spirit, God, creator, source, the Holy Spirit, great mystery, what they are telling you, what spirit is telling you, because people really do think that some angel with white wings is going to fly down here and bop you on the head and sprinkle fairy dust on you and tell you, it's okay, fly, fairy, fly. It's not that, it's not like that, okay? We have work to do, and if you do the work, you will grow and you will evolve, which makes you a candidate for higher and higher and higher frequencies and dimensions. The goal is to go from mortality to immortality, which then actually, to give it a back translation, is going from carbon density. Your body's carbon, the planet's carbon, carbon density to light body. What people have to understand is that's not outside of you. It's not under a rock, it's not in the mountain, it's not, it's, it's in you. So we were wired, our DNA and our, our energetic makeup that makes our DNA and our RNA and all of that, it's already wired in there. It's just not activated yet. So right now, that's what this whole, the, the whole uh, retrograde of the planets, it's really to move you, whoever you may be, into growth, to get you unstuck, to get the programming that just repeats itself over and over and over and over again, unstuck. You know, the goal and what I was taught at 10 years old, I'll be 52 here on July 23rd, I knew at 10 years old to take my own inventory. I knew at 10 years old, I was lovingly taking my mother's inventory, unbeknownst to her, not with, not with resentment, not with, uh, you know, revenge, not with any ill will, with simply like, wow, when I grow up and I have a family, I'm not going to do this, or I'm not going to do that, or I, you know, whatever it was. But I distinctively remember having profound wisdom at, at 10, um, years old and an understanding um oh i lost my where i was going with that for a second there when i flashed back um hold on a second bringing that forward what were we uh i'm sure it'll come back to you <laughs> oh bringing in yes self self-realization bringing in an understanding you know that that taking that inner inventory of yourself you know what what is it that I want to change about myself? What is it that, you know, in dreaming, you know, we are the co-creators, but we have a society that doesn't, that suppresses this, that teaches this. So because our culture and our society has become its own disease, that means the masses are going to have to work a little harder, Jan, to pierce through that veil. So it's about going from carbon to den uh, density to light body, and that is already within us. It's just waiting for us to reach that vibrational octave, also known as a resonance, that that, that can be activated and 
propel us into higher vibrational frequencies, which bring more peace, more understanding. You know, the the idea of our governments, uh, politics, all that nonsense and shenanigans is really to keep duality and separation in the family. That's what reality TV, when we grew up, we watched Westerns and movies. Now the world is all governed on reality TV, which is 99.9% of the time people fighting with each other. And that's what the powers powers think they be, the secret societies, the Illuminati, which, by the way, folks, let me give you a very, very, very rude awakening well, right just before you, before you do that, can you hold that thought? Because we're right at the top of the hour, believe it or not. <laughs> yes, okay. And so it's time for a quick uh, musical interlude uh, so people can take a breath and, and have a comfort break. And then we'll be back with more fantastic uh, information from Crystal in the second half of the show. So over awesome. to you, Nancy. Okay, you have an official wow. okay we're going to i went through a lot of different thoughts about the music jan i know how you like my music and i hope you guys like this one it's uh disturbances version of the sounds of silence it's four minutes oh it's my favorite yeah And you are back. It's again, Nancy. I haven't heard that version of Sound oh. of Silence. It was awesome. Nancy, that was choreographed and orchestrated because that is my favorite version of that song. So thank you. Well done. Job well done. <laughs> Let me just ask you, have you moved away from your mic somehow? Does, does, she, oh. sound, does she sound okay to you, Jen? A thank little you. bit. This more distance, but can you hear me now? How about now? Yeah, I can hear you. It it's just a slightly different quality to it. Is that what you're, you yeah, mean, yeah. Nancy? Yeah, talk to us a little bit here. Okay, so yeah, I took my headset off and I just ran oh. to the restroom. So can you hear me now? Okay, take yeah, now? your headset's not connecting. I think what you need to do because you got a speaker on it. So pull it out and put it back in. See if it, it corrects it, please. Or we could have just. How about now? Is that better? Yes. Say talk. Okay. How about now? Beautiful choice of song. Can you hear me now? It's not as good as when you were on earlier, but it's okay. I'd rather I'd rather you continue. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 deal with it. Okay, so um, Crystal, start the second half of the show. Why don't you just share your contact information with people so that they know how to find you? Okay, you can reach me. Uh, my Facebook is Sacred Space Durango. Um, and just like my page, uh, like, you know, your typical business, and then you can access that. Uh, SacredSpaceDurango.com is my website. My email address is SacredSpace777 at gmail.com. Lovely. Yeah. Is that everything? Yes, uh, I can provide my phone number to you if you would like me to do so. It's up to you whether you want to share that or not. 
Yeah, my phone number is 970-259-0154. Excellent. Okay. And Crystal actually has a crystal store called Sacred Space. And I believe you've got an online store coming online, haven't you, Crystal? Yes, my beautiful, beautiful uh, priestess Savannah has been working so hard at trying to get uh, our online store up and running. And of course, you know, I don't do anything uh, inside the box, so our <laughs> our how we are doing it is a little bit different. And just so people know, I like to have a personal connection with my clients. I prefer I'm not one uh, you know I don't text actually uh, I really like to have that old-fashioned phone call communicate by email I do readings for people all over the world uh, whether it be phone or Skype I have a built-in ability to actually look at a person's picture but it has to be current and I can match you i sell these beautiful uh, one-of-a-kind medicine shields is what we call them they're crystals that are set in a uh an egyptian clay that are made by my very beautiful spiritual mother rebecca thompson and they are the most powerful form of energy you will ever put on your body i have been uh, selling them for 18 years but i can literally look at a person's energy field jan and know exactly what vibration of crystal or mineral they need to assist them through whatever it is that they're trying to navigate themselves through. Many, many people don't know that crystals can do in five or ten minutes what would otherwise take you five or ten years to heal, uh, you know, balance, whatever it is to to the individual. Um, they are energy. They are the number one kingdom uh most people don't know that 33 and a third percent of the Earth's crust is quartz alone. You have a very, very tiny, tiny uh, crystalline uh, nerve ending, uh, like fiber at every nerve ending in the human body. So we are of, we are made up, we carry the DNA of minerals, we carry the DNA of plants, and we carry the DNA of animals as well as humans. So again, you know, all of this profound truth that we're never taught in our culture, in our society. I like to tell my clients, you know, the ancients didn't run down to, you know, uh, Centura Health or Mercy Hospital every time they stubbed their toe or had a, you know, an ailment or an issue, you would turn to your earth mother, to nature, to help to remedy whatever it is that the, you know, initiate needs for their healing. So I'm very, I'm not new age, I'm very ancient, it's about, you know, I, I have nothing against Western medicine, my perception is it has its place in our society, in our culture, Western medicine, meet Eastern medicine, and many cases makes beautiful miracle so <clears throat> i love to educate people about energy you are energy so understand that i want to go back where we left off about coming in and doing that internal inventory you know and seeking out what you authentically want to change and the greatest greatest advice suggestion anything i can give to any person that is listening to me or interested in 
what I have to say is just follow the golden rule in your life. Like seriously, do unto others as you'll have done unto you. Always be willing to put yourself in other people's shoes. Um, and just be gentle and, you know, start healing. This is a, an opportunity that the universe is presenting to the collective consciousness to heal. Heal your lineage. Heal, healer, heal thyself. Heal your brokenness. Be authentic. Be genuine. Be impeccable with your work, with your communication, with your intentions, you know, learn to plug into source, you know, it's like I teach people, you can have all these electronics, your coffee pot, your toaster, your air conditioner, you know, but if all that stuff is not plugged in to source, then your toaster's not going to pop up, your coffee's not going to brew, your refrigerator's not going to keep your food cold, you know, so we need to learn to authentically plug in to our cosmic, to the Holy Spirit, to the cosmic mother and father of all that is. It's so interesting, you know, because I was recently involved in a, a, a an interaction on Facebook with somebody who... I'm sure she she her intention was of the highest good, but you know some people the way that they do it is they actually cross the line into personal attack if you don't agree with what they're pr putting forward. And it was such an interesting um, conversation that um, you know I refuse to. To rise to these um, oh, yeah. challenges, you know, because otherwise I'm just no better than they are. And a lot of the time I'll just withdraw from the conversation. But on this occasion, I thought, no, I'm actually going to reflect back what this person is actually saying and how detrimental it is to actually getting the truth out there because as soon as you start being aggressive and uh, in putting your message out it's like the law of the universe that you put pressure and you get pressure back you know you get resistance back so I don't know whether it actually got through to her or not, but uh... well, and let me help you a little bit with that, Jan. In in you know, I I have some uh, archived radio shows on YouTube, and for me personally, I have very very authentic, um, strong self discipline. It, you got to start there. You you have to. It takes a lot of self discipline to walk this path you know many people out there are great at talking their walk but they don't walk their talk I am a person that talks my walk and walks my talk but I am also a person that has a zero and I mean a zero tolerance for stupid okay <laughs> I have a zero tolerance for and mean it with love I truly authentically mean this with love I feel that there's an innocent ignorance and I feel like there's an intentional ignorance i'm a person that my spiritual messages my knowing because i don't operate on belief systems i come straight from knowing it's not up for debate i tell my people if you if you're if what i'm saying isn't resonating with you change the channel 
Go listen to somebody else. Do not call me. Do not harass me. Do not challenge me. Do not. De- it's not up for debate. It's not up for scrutiny. It's not up for you. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything, nor do I need anybody to convince me of anything. I am here from the graciousness of my heart and my whole being with my whole heart to help people to take the path of least resistance, you know, and to authentically be able to learn how to heal and how to be the best you you can be. But in order to do that, you have to be willing to be authentic. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to hear what you don't want to hear. I tell all my clients, as soon as they hit the seat, you know, I read the eyes are the window to the soul. I read the auric energy field around you. And I bring to you messages that spirit has been repeatedly trying to tell you. Key word. I don't tell you what you want to hear. I don't tell you what you think you're supposed to hear. I don't tell you, you know, I don't sugarcoat my readings. I don't, you know, fluff and puff. That's If that's what people want, believe me. There is a whole sea of practitioners out there that are willing to coddle you and puff you and fluff you. So um, that's not me. So I just put it out there with so much love, light, and respect and honor to everybody. If you don't resonate with my vibration, with what I'm speaking, doesn't ring your bell, no problems. Love you, mean it, bless you on your journey. And tune into another vibration because, you know, the one thing that I learned, Jan, a long time ago from my beautiful mentor, Rebecca, is that when you try to guide people or give them spiritual wisdom and they're not ready for it, it only dilutes your life force energy. So I learned that a long, long time ago that, you know, people are at different levels and that's okay. Some people are kindergartners here in Earth College. Some people are middle schoolers. Some people are high schoolers. Some people are in college getting ready to graduate. So, you know, I do know there's a lot of practitioners out there that perceive themselves as spirituality 1201 and they don't want to deal with the kindergartners that are just now waking up. I'm not that person. I'm here to help you, but if you come to me, you need to be absolutely, authentically ready to grow, change, and and do the work. And roll up your sleeves and get in there and do the work so that you're not repeating the same pattern over and over and over and over again, which is what most people contend with. It's the same pattern, the same stuck. They get stuck. It's a merry-go-round, you know. Uh, The universe wants you to make mistakes. The more mistakes you make, the wiser you become. The key (laughs) is to not make the same mistake over and over and over and over and over again. And that's what spirit sees is people are just stuck you know, well, I'm like Roto-Rooter. I am the lightning bolt. I will and move you right on up out of that. I will get, I'll take you right off the merry-go-round. Okay, so one of the things that came to me was perhaps you giving a mini 
message session to me is an example of the kind of messages that come through you now I don't want to put you under pressure here Crystal or if you don't feel that that we're in an appropriate setting to do that that's absolutely fine (laughs) so are you are you wanting to share your mini session because you're like do you yeah. want to talk? Okay, well, you're, it's free will. And so for me, you know, uh, I have to honor, of course, confidentiality. That is uh, rule number one. So you are more than welcome, my beloved, if you want to talk about a little bit of your experience. And then I can jump in and. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm very open because it's like you were saying, the experiences that we have. Um, I've got beyond the point of concealing things because, to me, like you but in a different way, I've been through experiences in my life that have given me the the ability to empathize and help people going through similar things. So, you know, my, um, my journey of discovery shall we say has been one of dealing with abandonment dealing with scarcity you know with with my my father leaving my biological father leaving when I was seven and leaving my mother to bring up three children um I went from fairly affluent middle class uh, household to one where there was a lot of fear around money, fear of being able to make thing make ends meet. And as somebody said in a previous interview, I can't remember who it was, they said when you lose one parent, you actually lose both because the other parent is so in survival mode and dealing yeah. with that situation that they don't have the time and the energy to give you attention so there was all that you know not good enough and experiences growing up of just feeling like I didn't belong I was in the wrong place I was in various humiliating situations in school growing up because it was like this is all foreign to me (laughs) you know so um you know, and that's been, uh, certainly the scarcity has been a recurring theme and the not good enough was a recurring theme. And I have to oh, say yeah. that yes. I've done a lot of work on that yes. and I'm a million miles on from where I have been, but there's still echoes of that. And, yeah. you know, also getting into a place of, releasing any negative energies around previous relationships around decisions that I've made you know in terms of forgiving yourself (laughs) and also uh, as we spoke on um on Wednesday when we had our meeting and I have to say to the listeners it 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 was meant to be a short conversation about what we were going to do on the radio show and it turned out into a two and a half conversation which brought up so much stuff that was still there in terms of guilt and you know things to do with relationships it was just a very powerful 
informal session as it was. So, you know, recognizing that I'm seeing, I'm going through a process of really focusing on releasing all that well, to and, clear and, out. <laughs> yes, and let me help you. And thank you so much, Jan, for the willingness to, you know, speak about some of the challenges that you've been contending with in your life. Like I said, it's, you know, for me being the one that's bringing the messages, I absolutely honor confidentiality. We talked about so much. I, it's, you know, it's not for me to decide what you want out there to the general public, but what I do want to help so that, you know, the, the, the abandonment and the, and the shame and the guilt, you know, this is what society, we don't, we are not, teaching our children and our culture doesn't teach that it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to you know everybody it's like oh you got to look like this and you got to act like this and this is what's good and you know we have this perception of good and bad and wrong and right on this planet and let me tell you there's always somebody out there that wants to be you know telling you yo you're wrong you're good you're bad da, da, da. What, the, what people need to first understand is that that there is no wrong, there is no right, there's no good, and there's no bad in universal law because this is a free will dimension. In this dimension, it's free will. What there is, is there's healthy choices and unhealthy choices. There's justice and injustice, and that's how the universe looks at it. But I can assure you, this is a check that every listener can deposit, Okay. When you are harboring within yourself a low vibrational, which I call it a sabotage energy of guilt, shame, um, embarrassment, lack of self-esteem, lack of self-worth, you know, all these, you know, anxiety, all these things that come in that disrupt people's balance and their happiness, it's really because you're not giving yourself. We as a culture, look outside to everybody in our lives, your parents, your siblings, your relationships, your co-workers, your friends. It's their responsibility to make my experiences, to make me happy. Well, that's where you're, that's where the, you're, the, the erroneous information lies. You are responsible for your own set of circumstances, no matter who you are. And what I learned, and I have paved this path for so many beautiful people is self-love especially with women if you don't love yourself respect yourself honor yourself believe in yourself and nurture yourself those are the five ingredients and elements that are required for the outcome of self-love. If those five things are not authentically there, I authentically love myself, I authentically respect myself, I authentically honor myself, I authentically believe in me, and I authentically nurture me. That is how you command. It's an unspoken thing. It's an energy, a vibration that, 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 that comes into your auric energy field. Okay, it's like energies that you can't see. Okay, so that's the difference between commanding and demanding. All right, 
uh, I've had so many people will be like, oh, wow, you know, you have such a commanding presence. You have a commanding presence. Well, it's because I authentically, genuinely respect and honor myself, and I authentically love myself and believe in myself. And so the, the message and the lesson lies in nobody outside of you is going to give to you anything that you're unwilling to give to yourself. And why should they? No, that's a, a fantastic message, actually. And I want to bring that back to also to what we were talking about in the first half, which is related to the feminine and masculine energies. Because, you know, to me, what, and, and there was a lot of this, especially over, over the election period about we've got to get a woman in office we've got to get a woman in office and you know I've had a lot of experience with female leaders and it's not about the the gender of the leader it's not about putting more women in power because there are uh-uh. some of the worst leaders that have been women that I have experienced but it's about the balance of the feminine and the masculine energy so you want a guy who's got a balance of feminine energy instead of an aggressive dominant dictator and you need a woman that has the balance of the masculine energy and unfortunately I hate to say this but there's an awful lot of people in the spiritual world the women who have no masculine energy at all and it's kind of off in the ether somewhere but we do need that balance exactly and very very beautiful point well said jan well said the council is ringing bells this is true (laughs) what people have to understand is no matter what your gender is we are all half masculine half feminine your right side is your masculine side energy vibration your right left side is your feminine side so every person no matter what your gender actually is in your vehicle is uh masculine feminine so we are all shims that's what i call us shims um spirit is shims okay um and so yes there's that duality it really is about bringing that yin yang into a nice balance you know, I will give you a message that was given to me so loudly on 7-7 of 07. And I remember I had to pull my car over because it was like in cosmic stereo. And the message was this. And this came from the masculine vibration of creator. Said, power to a woman is to love and nurture. Power to a man, in most cases, not all, is to dominate and destroy. There's where the imbalance of your human race lies. And I'll tell you what, that rang through every cell of my body, every fiber of my being, and then it was reiterated to me again on 7-7 of 17. So, you know, people have to really, again... Go inside and seek out that balance. What people need to know is if, you know, when you need help growing, shifting, releasing, whatever it is, the universe, your allies, your ancestors, spirit, the Holy Spirit will help you. But it's free will. So if you're not giving permission 
because some people don't want to be helped, they don't want to be healed, they don't want to be blessed, they don't want to grow, they're comfortable. Well, here is another, uh, you know, very serious message from Spirit. We are not meant to be comfortable. Spirit does not want you comfortable. Spirit wants us content and living in the moment. Do you have what you need today? Did you did are your bills paid today? Do you have shelter today? Do you have clothes on your back today? Did you eat today? You know, uh, today, you know, did you whatever it is that you today? Yes, 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 and give the attitude of gratitude for that. And then the universe will always give you more. The universe only knows to conspire in your favor. I promise you. I promise you, promise you. It only knows to conspire in your favor. Energy flows where thought goes. Period. You can think something, and if it's low vibration, uh, we'll use scarcity, poverty, lack. Oh, my God, I'm broke. This is my last $20, or I don't have any more money. When you say that, you immediately sent that message to the universe, beknownst or unbeknownst to you. So then it hits the Akashic Record Halls, gets ready for manifestation to boomerang back down here, and then it tells, so it comes back, oh, well, they don't, you know, they're broke, they don't want any money, you know, that's their last $20, rather than stopping for a moment and being mindful and saying, okay, I recognize uh, that my finances are here. So I'm going to request from the God and Goddess of my knowing and my understanding to resurrect my finances. Now I just commanded, not demanded, but commanded the universe to resurrect my finances. Just by like, oh, spirit, you know, I need to resurrect my finances. So That's then really, yeah. So yeah because it, it's only it's only in the present moment that things happen anyway, and I think so right. many people are in in fear of you know I'm going to run out of money or I'm not going to have enough tomorrow or next week or what have you. And it's you know again it's about switching that mind back to that focus on the present and what you have rather than on potential. You know, I always say fear is false expectation appearing real. Very real, absolutely. That's what my uh, spirit council has taught me. And let me let me teach everybody something here. Money is energy. Okay, it's not. You know, you get people. Oh, money's the root of all evil. No, it's not. It's the nut behind the wheel. You know, if you're a greedy person, if you're a selfish person, if you're a narcissistic person, and most of the people that have these millions of dollars and billions, they carry those characteristics on them. You know, money is just energy, people. And let me explain something else. The universe actually does not know the difference between $1 and a billion dollars. It doesn't. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that great? The universe doesn't know. And let me explain something else that's going to just be an aha moment for all these beautiful listeners. Did you know that money was not meant to be saved? Because it's energy. So, you know, when society's teaching you to, oh, get ready for retirement and save your money and get your social security and da 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 Yeah, you can fall into that trick. You can fall in and go down that path if you want. It's free will. By all means, go ahead. 
you know, or you can live in the now. Yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. The universe lives, operates in the now. Miracles, bliss, all that happens now. Money is not, it's energy. When it's saved, it becomes stagnant chi. You see? It becomes mm. stagnant. So well, that's why it's called currency, isn't it? Because yes. <laughs> yes, and you know what? And then the, the other thing that gets me is all these people out there investing. If you have not learned by now that the stock market is the biggest fraudulent ripoff way to fool the people, way to take every bit of your hard-earned money. If you haven't learned that by now with all of the financial crashes and seeing all the shenanigans of our so-called governments and our so-called corporates, it's like, people, wake up. You know, you're going to give them your real hard-earned money, and you know what you're going to get back? Monopoly money. <laughs> if you even get that, like there are so many layers, Jan, to, uh, you know, we were talking about the presidency, you know, the femininity. Listen, you know, let me just put this out there. This country needs a beautiful rising up. This country needs a revolution of a completely different kind. You know, people really need to stop and be like, you know what, I'm not buying into this bullshit anymore. And start looking at all of the, you know, what people don't know is when those curtains close, every one of them politicians, do not kid yourself, Hillary's high-fiving the Trump team, the Trump people, the Obamas are high-fiving the Bushes, the Bush regime's high-fiving. Nobody gets into the White House people without the choreographing and orchestrating of the secret societies and the Illuminati, hands down. This stuff that you think is your government, that's just the play. That's just the the puppets. They're just the puppets to keep you distracted because you know what the greatest fear of the secret societies is? Their greatest fear is that the masses will wake up simultaneously and figure out that it's really the game of life. See, the secret societies, the Illuminati, they know it's a game. They know it's a game. It's a game called the game of life. The masses don't know it's a game. I know it's a game because, you know, I come from extremely high dimensional uh, programming and knowledge and wisdom of the highest vibration. So, you know, I look down on all of this nonsense and shenanigans and like people, really? You know, what if everybody just decided not to to participate? Not to play. <laughs> not to play, yeah. But you don't have to go out on the baseball field and put the glove on and catch the erroneous, fraudulent ball, you know? So, um you know, there's there's so many, just so so many layers and layers and layers and layers. And right now, you know, we're over here distracted, and we've got all these incredible events, experiences. You know, um, I'd like this to is pick time up of the will that, of God actually. and Goddess. You know, yeah. it's time for to ring in the will of God. It's time for the right use of will. Um, and that's going to happen with you or without you. So if you're over here, you know, 
entertaining, erroneous, whatever, you're going to miss the boat. So I'd like to pick up on that because I see, you know, we're well into the second half of the show. And I don't want to finish this without having you share what is what the progression is. Because we, we talked the other day about 2012 and this and, and what's happening now in terms of the planetary retrogrades and alignments and everything. Could you just um, talk about this process that is going on in terms of the ascension process? Yes. So, okay, the ascension. So the December uh, 21st, 2012, end of the world, all of that. Of course, as usual, uh, things and interpretations get, get, uh, you know, not, articulated in distorted yes distorted <laughs> that's the word distorted what that was was that was a cosmic that was the alignment of the planets all aligning up in unity in cooperation with each other in the highest vibration so that was the descending so we've heard of heaven on earth as is above so below they shall be done you know all of these things quotes about heaven and earth right so that is the plan, okay? That is absolutely the plan. However, what happened was that cosmic heavenly vibration descended. So it came down and then it met its, it just stopped at its vibrational resting place, okay? Now the earth has set on her course to ascend, all right? And that is plausible to happen if all goes as planned, December 21, 2021. So she's on her course right now for ascension. All right. Hence all the planetary changes, the earth changes, the weathers, all these signs. There's signs, signs, signs and clues everywhere. And we've been seeing this for, you know, quite some time now so she'll continue to journey on to her her path her course if you will to ascension she will meet the heaven the octave of heaven where heaven descended and they will create an arc of light never experienced in human existence go back to what i said earlier this is truly about going from carbon density to light body because guess what, everybody? It's already in you. You're designed to do that. You don't have to die. You've only been told and programmed and taught by the powers that think they be that you have to die. Well, energy never dies. So the reason there are so many people that are leaving the planet and have been for quite some time is because those individuals did not sign up to be a part of the ascension. You know, when they were in metaphor, before they entered their mother's womb and enrolled in Earth College, they were like, oh, when it comes down to that, I don't really want to deal with that. So, you know, I want to come home a little bit sooner than that. So the veil of density, Jan, is thinner than an eggshell. It's like tissue paper. Everything on this planet in this dimension is an illusion. The only reason it makes it real to you is because how you've been trained and taught from the time you took your first breath on this planet to hold the molecular structure of walls, doors, tables, cars, 
make sense? Mm, interesting. Okay, so everything's going to turn, think of it as liquid, liquid light, liquid vibration, liquid, you know, we know, we know of two civilizations. We hear of the civilization of Atlantis and the civilization of Lumeria. Those two civilizations think because of the misuse of the power of crystals. <laughs> okay? They really did. When the Atlanteans discovered that you could actually program a crystal for, uh, 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 for, for sexual gratification, uh, you could program them for uh, manifestation, you could use them as generators, receivers. I mean, they were like, oh, wow. You know, so technology people all lies in crystals. So every gadget, gadget, your computer, your cell phone, your iPad, your iPod, your stereo, your television, your direct TV, all that gadget, gadget, anything with the black box around it, guess what it's, it's programmed from quartz, liquid quartz, silica, silica valley, right? <laughs> so that's why I really get, you know, when people are, oh, crystals are this and that. No, it's, again, you know, it's the energy. They're alive. They breathe. They grow. They're powerful. The, our ETs use them. Our government uses them. NASA uses them. Surgery rooms use them. I mean, it's all about energy. So you first have to have that understanding you know, of, of power, and there's power in crystals. So this is a modern-day Western civilization, if you will, of a repeat or a return of the children of Lumeria and the children of Atlantis to come together in a modern-day Western civilization and try to get it right this time, you know? <laughs> Like, they're, they're, what the whole planet needs to understand is, man, there is always, the universe only knows abundance. It only knows to keep, you know, creating. It doesn't know scarcity, lack of poverty. So, there's enough whatever it is, whether it's food, shelter, this, that, for everybody. You know? And we need to learn to have the desire within our being to truly want to grow. We need to learn as a human race that we need each other. And that's why the ascension, you know, any nothing is ever set in stone. It's free will. Spirit cannot predict your choice, whoever you may be. That's something that I was taught long ago when I started doing readings professionally. You know, I can't predict your free will. You have the free will to apply the message or not. You know, you have the free will to stay stuck or the free will to grow. You know, so, absolutely, yes. And so, at the end of the day, hopefully people will wake up and, and start, you know, attracting these higher vibrations through mindfulness. Yes, mindfulness, being mindful and aware you know, and using and asking the universe. I mean, when they say people only use 10% of their brain, that's so true. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Is that you have a whole 90% of gateways that that can access other dimensions and and all kinds of energetic things, you know. Energy is energy. So, question for you. You know, when we talk about the people that are awakening or awakened and those that haven't, have they come in with that kind of predetermined um, 
plan that they're not here to awaken, you know, because I tend to look at it that it's the challenges that are the things that really help make us grow because, as you said earlier, we're not here to be comfortable. But, you know, people can either choose to see the challenges from a victim point of view or they can see them as an as an opportunity and as what I call evolutionary catalysts. Yes. But to what extent is, is that, ability to change that perception kind of predetermined in the life plan well that's a very good question but here's how i would answer that is yeah we all came in and forgot who we are obviously that's why the planet is so discombobbled and dysfunctional is because the older we get the farther away we get from source this is why here's another um great news alert to the masses you're actually here to learn from your children. You're not here to teach your children. Your children are here to teach you. So once you understand, and this is where the change needs to happen, it's called conscious parenting. And there actually is a book out there written called Conscious Parenting. Your children, because the closer they are, they're still close to heaven. They're still close to that heavenly spiritual nectar. So they come in. That's why little Sally and Johnny can see this and that. So it really, yeah, we come in, we forget, we have these opportunities. But you also, the universe works in your favor to give you opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to grow, to change, to shift, to heal, to release. You know, so if you're not mindful enough and aware enough and love yourself enough to, to, you know, have that idea, that aha moment, gee, you know, I want to go in and rearrange my furniture, you know. I, I teach my clients, you cannot change what you're un willing to accept Mm. you know if you're unwilling to look at this or that if you're you know whatever every person knows believe me we all have a higher self it's called your holy spirit it lives right inside of you it's right in your yellow chakra it's constantly tapping on your door you know of telling you you know so when things come and you have these ideas and concepts most of the time people procrastinate it they put it off they don't want to do it or they want to be the victim of their circumstance and be poor poor pitiful me and da 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 instead of being the victor having victory over your circumstances over having victory over you know whatever it was that challenged you you know that's that's what helps you to to embrace and have more confidence and more self-esteem, you know. One thing, because this is really important, I don't want to run out of spirit. My spirit council is, like, uh, wrapping me right now. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll get this out there before the end. You know, so here's how it goes. If people could just kind of follow this little strategy, this this beautiful example here. You need your judgment. Your judgment is your discernment, Okay. What spirit is asking is don't be judgmental. You need your ego. It belongs in the root chakra grounded to earth. Your ego is what has assisted you in knowing how to survive. However, once you have mastered survival, you now need to master the opposite of survival, which would be surrender. So once people learn to surrender, then everything just comes to you. 
rather than you having to go out and find it, whatever it is. Surrendering into knowing that, you know, you are a child of the universe. You have cosmic parents that are going to take care of you, especially when you talk and interact with them, right? Okay, so then Spirit says, Beloveds, take risks, but don't be risky. <laughs> okay, you need your ego, but don't be egotistical. Right? Yes. <laughs> so it's really about balance. Everything, again, boils down to balance. You know, one of the words, like words are so powerful. Uh, people, oh, I'm so worried about this. I hear this all the time. Instead of being wise enough to say, well, I'm discerned. You know, my children are struggling right now with this or that. Or, you know, I'm discerned about this situation or that situation. Rather than saying, well, I'm really worried. When you tell, or parents do this all the time, oh, Sally, Johnny, I'm really worried about you. I tell people, don't, please, don't ever send me worry. That is a disservice. That's actually sending me harm. You know? I mean, look, yeah, at how absolutely. look at how Americans greet each other every day with the lowest of lowest of lowest of lowest vibrational octave. And we do people, people do it every day, trillion times a day. Hello. Hell. <laughs> do you know in most countries that it, when you when you go and say hello to them, it is like the most offensive thing an American could ever. It's it's offensive. It insults their sensibility. Hell, hello, you know. Well, look at you know look at a uh, emoto. You freeze those vibrations, and they look like a cancer. That's why I always use the terminology "greetings" and "good day," beloveds. Mm, I haven't actually associated, I haven't thought of it in those terms. So, you know, we have to start, I mean, like I was telling you in our meeting the other day, Jan, you know, there's Spirituality 101, and I'm kind of Spirituality 1301. I knew it was <laughs> going to be a challenge to hone in on one particular topic in two hours, because we have millennia of dysfunction and erroneous fraudulent information. So, and I'm born of synergy, so I have all this, like, oh, we could talk about this and this and that. But these are some of the basic skills that I really want people to, to learn um, and to start, you know. I, want, I, I wanted to provide through this show, oh, I feel emotional right now. <laughs> ah, that's so not, like, not like me, because I truly love humanity. I truly love being of service. However, I also truly understand that, you know, we are in the greatest transition ever of human existence. And I also understand that, you know, there is, time is kind of of the essence to get on that same vibration with, with nature, with, our, with spirit, you know, of, of bringing and ringing in unity community and co-operation is the will of god and goddess that's mm -hmm. a check every one of you can deposit unity community and co-operation c-o dash o-p-e-r-t-i-o-n okay co and then you take the hyphen out and it 
it turns into cooperating with the process of unity, community, and cooperation. And you must be co-creating. If you are a person that is not dreaming, dreaming. You know, everything that is in materialism, somebody thought of it. Somebody dreamed it, and it came into manifestation. So that's why we are the co-creators, because the same particle of divine light that created all life in the first place and created this universe is within you. It's in you, in you, in you, in you, in you. It's not outside of you. It's inside of you. So we all are, we carry that God and goddess aspect. Right now, there is a calling for the divine feminine to stand in her power. It does not matter if you have a penis or a vagina. It matters about the yin and yang energy. Masculine energy needs to become feminine. Feminine energy what's on our goddess plate to do is to try to heal the wounded masculine this is why we have so much crime that comes from masculine energy because they're wounded remember power to a woman is to love and nurture power to a man in most cases not all not all is to dominate and destroy there's where the imbalance of the human race lies so the universe gives the answers okay and they give the answers through me. I constantly, constantly am giving the masses the answer. I'm giving you the flipping answer. All you have to do is apply it, beloved. <laughs> but know? isn't that just such a challenge? Because I know so many people that have studied, as you say, you know, they've studied and they've listened, and then they just go back and do the same old thing all over again. Well, this is why, exactly, they just repeat it, repeat it, you know. And, and again, it does help to have a really good uh, practitioner. I will tell you, my clients that have been with me for years, they don't want to come in here and pay me, you know, $280 a session to be coddled and swaddled. I, you know, I... You know, if I have to look at somebody, oh my God, you're so beautiful on the outside, but your soul is really ugly. I mean it, mean it with love. I really do. But you can't change that. It's a disservice. It would be a disservice to the to the initiate and to my whole existence to not be authentically honest. And when I bring these messages, there's never any judgmentalness on it. It is what it is. You know, you can't change what you're unwilling to acknowledge. And there's or, a whole lot of what acknowledgement. You don't, yeah, or what you don't know about. Yeah, you know. And here's the other thing that I really want the listeners to know because I'm seeing this in a lot of pe my appointments. People are really hitting burnout. They're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And what I want all of you people to know that are entertaining and occupying that space of energy right now, that's where the miracle lies. So stay there in sick and tired of being sick and tired until you're willing to do something to change it. Whatever it is that has burnt you out. Change is natural, people. Why... Human, humans fear change, I don't know. 
but it is natural and it's very healthy and it's very good. This is a time right now without with the old and in with the new. Now, if you go to Sacred Space Durango and my Facebook, you will see an articulation of the six planets that are going into retro. This is a very, very, very rare occasion, people. This is the bell. This is your opportunity to wake the um, <laughs> blank up. Wake the blank up, people. They're coming in. It starts off with like one or two. It started in mid June, it will continue into September. When all six of them are in alignment in retro, you know, you want to be on the good karma boat because karma is coming July 23rd, the day of synergy. And many people, we're going to start seeing these two parallels merging together, Jan, where people are going to be experiencing grace and ease and joy and happiness and prosperity and abundance and healing and wholeness and wellness. And then there's going to be an equal part over here if people don't wake up and do the work that are going to have the opposite of that experience. You see? I see. And I'm going to have to stop you there, Crystal, because we're at the top of the hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you believe it? And so just very quickly, uh, sacredspacedurango.com is your website, yes? Yes, correct. Okay, and um, just give people your email address again, would you? My email address is sacredspace777 at gmail.com. And my Facebook is Sacred Space Durango, of course. And I would love, I have a beautiful metaphysical store. All of my crystals are blessed uh, and cleared, cleansed, and blessed to their highest vibration. Um, I sell crystal ascension water. I do healing, chakra alignments. Uh, feel free to go onto my website and look at all the things that I do. And just know that I love you and I hope you have me back because we got a lot Oh yeah, it's been it's been awesome, I have to say, and no surprise, I expected this from our conversation the other day, and I'm so grateful for having you here, Crystal, and being a neighbour as well, which is an, yes. an added bonus. So, thank you so much, and thank you, listeners. My name is Jan Moore again at thesuccessalchemist.net, and I'm so glad that you've been listening and yes we'll definitely have crystal back again for a follow-up thank you nancy yes. also for yes. producing and yes. uh, <laughs> so yes. look out for the next installment <laughs> yes thank you all so much i love you all and bless you so much on your journey and thank you nancy and thank you jan and we'll be in touch behind the scenes absolutely thank you all nancy. right much Over love you. thank you all right bye-bye Thank you. <laughs> you have been listening to the Cosmic Creating Radio Show with Jan Moore, a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. Live long and prosper. <laughs>